Boris Watkins from the Black Financial Channel, and uh, we are going to talk about what's going on in the stock market. Uh, so hold on to your seat, and uh, we're going to begin uh, with the Black Financial Channel right now. Okay, so uh, anyway, uh, good morning, everybody. I hope you guys are having a good day. I'm Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the stock market this morning. Uh, we have had um, a little bit of a boost this morning. Um, uh, let me see. As of right now, I'm looking this up. And uh, the, right now, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up by about 379 points. Good for you. Congratulations. Everybody say say yes in the chat if you're making money this morning, if you're feeling good about your stock portfolio. Uh, let me know how, how well you're doing right now. Um, I'm really happy for you. Uh, and so basically the, the stock market um, is coming back from a really bad week. I mean, last week was really sad and kind of crazy. And and uh, you saw uh, a, a lot of money. <laughs> you probably felt like you were losing money. Uh, but you know what? If you don't sell, then that's an unrealized loss. So you haven't actually lost anything yet. You just lost it up here in your head. But it does feel you know pretty bad. So um, my heart goes out to you. Uh, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button if you haven't done it yet. Please hit the thumbs up button, share, and subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. And, uh, and and that's a great question, Barbara Gould. Barbara Gould says, how do I get started in the stock market? Uh, you know what, Barbara? Uh, I'm going to give you something really simple, very easy. Uh, if you go to firstshareofstock.com, that's firstshareofstock.com, there's a free training right there. It's a great video. It's been watched by almost a million people, and it explains exactly how to get started investing. So in the Black Business School, we can say proudly that we've gotten over a million uh, Black people like ourselves, like, like us, uh, invested in the market. And that's really important. That's a big move for black wealth because most wealth in this country is actually created in the stock market. If you ever want to know where rich people get all that money, where they can buy those Lamborghinis and, and, and stuff that, you know, like cars that cost more than most people make in a year, it's because they invest. It's because they invest. And believe me, I know this. I'm a financial scientist. That's what I do. Um, that's what my PhD is in. So I'm not just making these things up or giving you speculation or talking as a person who just invested a little bit. Um, I This is what I studied for many, many years. So let me just tell you what's going on in the market, what the major factors are. Uh, the, the things that tend to move the market um, are just information, just whatever's going on in the world. So right now, the election is big. Uh, today is, um, is Monday, Monday the 2nd. Um, uh, the, the election is going to be tomorrow. And, uh, here's the deal. The biggest factor in the election is not so much about who's going to win, right? I, I'm just telling you right now, if you're an investor, you're going to win under Trump. You're going to win under Biden the same way, you know, five years ago or whatever you were winning under Obama. Most likely if you were an investor, you were winning under Obama. Uh, but also you were winning under George Bush. If you were an investor. Oh, oh, and by the way, you were also winning under Bill Clinton if you're an investor. Uh, do you get what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Investors always win. They always take care of you. And uh, and by the way, uh, Kiana, the URL is firstshareofstock.com. It's right there on the screen. So uh, you can copy it right there off the screen, firstshareofstock.com. Um, so you're going to win no matter what. Uh, if Trump wins, then you're going to win because uh, investors will pay lower taxes, uh, which is a great thing. And also he will boost corporations in various ways. If Biden wins, you're gonna have you're still gonna have a big economy. It's just gonna shift. Uh, Biden's gonna pass. You know, he's gonna try to pass one of the biggest stimulus packages in in history, which is going to uh, the money always trickles up. 
Money does not usually trickle down in America. It trickles up to investors. You are investors. So whether you like it or not, you're going to be among the elite, among the wealth, the wealth builders. I want to invite everybody to the party, but everybody ain't listening. But you're going to be among those who are building wealth. So that money is going to trickle up to you, meaning that if you own certain companies and I'll try to give as much guidance as I can on what companies I'm looking at and things like that, um, then that money will go into those companies. Because one of the things about business owners and investors is they're constantly pivoting and all they're doing, they're like, um, like a, like a, a hungry dog, a hungry dog will go wherever the food is and they'll just look and say, Oh, it's the food over there. Okay. I'm gonna go over here. Oh, you move the food over there. I'm gonna go over there. Right. A lazy dog will go to one corner. And then when they move the food, he'll say, gosh, I'm going to starve to death because all the food's over there and I'm over here. Right. But you got to be a hungry dog. Don't be a lazy dog. Okay. So be hungry. You know, if you're hungry, you're moving where the money is. You will always have a massive, massive $20 trillion a year economy in the United States. It's just, it shifts, it changes. Even during COVID, when you had a, a decline and a crash, uh, which caused legitimate concern, the economy just shifted. It just shifted to stay-at-home stocks and tech companies. And that's why they made money like gangbusters. They were doing a Pablo Escobar on the entire economy. While everybody's sitting there frozen, they were making moves, okay? So if you own companies like Amazon at the start of the pandemic, then you probably increased your wealth dramatically in the last several months. Okay. Can I get an amen? Give me an amen. If you, if you made some money since the start of COVID, uh, we don't do victimhood here. I can't, I can't support your victimhood. I can't co-sign on that because that's not going to help you. I know you're mad at me, but I can't, I can't co-sign on victimhood. All right. So do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, hit the thumbs up, share and subscribe button. Um, one other thing about the market that's really interesting is my perception of the market right now is uh, as a financial doctor, you know, the doctor, when you tell the doctor, you got a cough, the doctor has to figure out, Okay, are you is this just a cold or is it something more serious like pneumonia or are you dying? Right. Are you coughing because you have cancer? Right. Or AIDS or something. Right. Those are three different levels of sick. But they all might all those people might come in with a cough. So right now, the mar the market's like <coughs> the market's coming in with a cough. Like <coughs> and so I'm the, as a financial doctor. I'm like, OK, well, let me check your symptoms. And we're going to see, okay, are you, do you have a common cold? Do you have something more serious like pneumonia? Or we're going to run an AIDS test also just to make sure we don't have any major problems. Well, I ran all the diagnostics on the market. And I can tell you that it looks like the market has a common cold. It has a common cold that could become pneumonia because you had politicians that could not get a stimulus package passed. If they had gotten the stimulus passed, the market would be at a much higher level than it is right now. But unfortunately, politicians, they care more about getting elected than they care about taking care of the American people. And so so they didn't pass the stimulus. But the reason it's not a problem is because the stimulus is coming. Uh, the Senate race is extremely important, maybe as much so or more so than the presidential race. Why? Here's what I'm saying. I think Biden's going to win the presidential race. He's going to win when all the votes are counted, in my opinion, based on the estimates I've seen. But maybe I'm wrong. You know, sometimes, you know, propaganda gets in the way of actual truth. So uh, if Trump wins on election night and declares victory on election night and Biden wins later after all the votes are counted because all of his supporters are at home scared to catch COVID. So they're mailing their ballots in. Then that's going to cause a prolonged court battle where Trump is going to fight in court to see who's going to win. He's going to send his lawyers to all the different states to count the hanging chads. It's going to be a mess. If you remember 20 years ago, that happened with George Bush. When George Bush beat Al Gore, Al Gore won that election, in my opinion. But George Bush pushed the issue, and it took months to resolve it. 
that sort of uncertainty, that sort of confusion will hurt the stock market. Uncertainty is always a bad thing when it comes to your money. Certain money is always better than uncertain money. If I give you a dollar that's 100% certain that's in your account versus another dollar that's 80% certain, then the 80% dollar has a lower value than the 100% dollar, right? So the same thing is true when it comes to stocks. When these formulas are laid out to determine what a stock price should be, certain money, clear money, guaranteed money is always more valuable than unguaranteed money. Every NFL player can tell you that when they're signing their contract. Just goes ask Dak, Dak Prescott, right, who just hurt himself and lost $100 million, right? So why do I bring this up? Well, because when, there, when there's this election uncertainty, that uncertainty turns guaranteed money into questionable money, cloudy money. But it's only cloudy for a short time. It's only cloudy for as long as it takes for the election to be resolved. But the cloudiness makes you say, well, maybe Trump's going to be elected. Maybe Biden will be elected. Nobody really knows. Those have different implications. And also, it, it takes more time to get to the point where we can move forward as a country and start passing that major two, three trillion dollar stimulus package. If Biden wins the election when it's all said and done, and the Democrats take control of the Senate, then that's going to really work for you because the Democrats are all going to get together and do their liberal thing and pass this massive stimulus package that's going to really boost corporations. And it's going to also put money in your bank account. Now, the downside of that is they're going to create a lot of inflation because when you're just printing money like that and just borrowing money like crazy, it does have a long term consequence. But what do you care? I mean, if your portfolio goes up from three thousand dollars to four thousand dollars, then you're happy, at least for a little while, right? At least for a few years. So so who cares? All right. So anyway, um, uh, so I think that right now the market presents a buying opportunity. Um, I'm not concerned at all about what happened last week. Um, tech stocks have become kind of a safe haven. Um, Apple and Amazon are two stocks I really like right now because Apple and Amazon are, are, are not getting the credit they deserve for how well they've been run. Um, Apple was over hip uh, due to lower iPhone sales. Um, and I think that their stock should be higher than what it is. Uh, also, Amazon did not get the credit it deserved for an excellent quarter uh, in earnings and profits. Microsoft didn't get the credit it deserved for an excellent quarter. Microsoft made money hand over fist. I didn't understand why Microsoft didn't have a bigger up move. But what happens is when the entire market is moving down and you have good news, you're not going to move up as much as you normally would because it's almost like swimming upstream. You're a strong swimmer, but the whole tide is going in the other direction, which is going to make you look like a slow swimmer, right? So basically, I think that long term, that means these strong, stable companies that are just making insane amounts of money, when the market momentum eventually shifts, they're going to overcorrect. Like I, I think Microsoft is going to go boom and Amazon is going to go boom. And they're going to be talking about Apple like boom, that iPhone 12 is going to come out. Everybody's going to buy the iPhone 12. A lot of people aren't buying iPhones now because they're waiting for the iPhone 12. And then 5G comes around. I mean, Apple's on the forefront of all of this, right? Only problem with Apple, only scary thing with Apple is that right now Apple is uh, being questioned by Congress regarding whether or not they're violating antitrust law. Now, if there's a blue wave throughout, you know, all the branches of government, I kind of wonder how that's going to play out in terms of whether or not they're going to really be held accountable for the fact that all these big gangster corporations are violating the antitrust law. All of them. All these companies would have been busted up in the 1980s. All of them. But remember, capitalism uh, is the older brother of democracy. Capitalism is the big brother that bullies your democracy. So capitalism has taken control of your democracy to the point where they have these hearings and they put them out there and you get the satisfaction of watching Mark Zuckerberg explain why he makes, you know, 50 million dollars a day. 
And then nothing happens. And then nothing happens. It's like an Al Sharpton rally where everybody gets together and sings, we shall overcome and holds hands and screams and cries about racism. And then, and then there's no follow-up. Nothing occurs afterward. The community is still exactly the same as it was before the rally took place. Well, Congress is kind of doing an Al Sharpton on white people. They're just kind of giving them a show, bringing all these tech executives to, you know, in front of the world. And then when you look at what actually happens on a substantive level, there's almost nothing. Uh, Google might be the most in danger because Google's actually being investigated for antitrust violations uh, for which they probably violated. Uh, I would be stunned if anything happened out of that. Um, now, uh, so so uh, do me a favor, guys. If you haven't done it yet, please hit the thumbs up button, hit the thumbs up, share and subscribe button. And uh, also... Um, here's the blackbusinessschool.com. So if you want to learn more about investing in wealth and everything else, uh, go to the blackbusinessschool.com. You can actually join for free. Um, a lot of you don't may not know this, but we actually have wealth, uh, you know, wealth uh, consultants and people right there on the site that can talk to you about your personal wealth plan and what you're trying to do and help you find something that fits within your budget that'll also help you to achieve your goals. So uh, don't never fear. Boyce is here. We are here. Our experts are here. We have experts in real estate. We have experts in law. We have experts in entrepreneurship, experts in investing, all kinds of people that can help you. So feel free to go to the blackbusinessschool.com and also text the word Boyce to 31996 to get text notifications from me. Okay. So uh, what do you think about Tandem Diabetes and Med Medtronic? I know nothing about those companies. There's thousands of companies. So I wish I could tell you, but I have no idea. Um, let's see here. I'm going to answer a couple more questions. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, 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 Irina, Irina, is that right? Irina Kenneth says, I've seen the 10X on some investments like NIO, Mara, and Riot. Okay, good for you. Good for you. I'm glad. I love to see a black person making money. That's what I'm talking about. Um, let's see here. Why are men calling you a simp when they haven't even reached your level of success, boys? Because that's what simps do. Simps call you the simp because you're doing better than them and, they, and they're just mad about it. But it's okay. Forgive the haters for they know not what they do. Maybe one day they'll have enough in their own pocket where they don't have to get mad because another black man is doing well. It's okay. I'm not even mad about it. I just want to keep on winning. I'd rather be hated than be a hater. So if you got a choice, be hated, but don't be a hater because being, being a hater ain't going to do nothing except make you mad and you die of a stroke at the age of 25. Um, Brian says, I just recently signed up for the Black School of Business. I want to thank you for your service to the black community. Well, I want to thank you for believing in us. Um, you know, a lot of people don't believe in black, the black business school the way they believe in white people. But uh, we prove them wrong. We show them. We have we have 30 day, 100 percent money back guarantees. Uh, if you're not happy for any reason, a lot of our programs are, are about one one thousandth of what you paid to go to college. Uh, and, and also uh, we teach things like poweronomics, which you're not going to learn at any white university anywhere. I believe poweronomics related principles or just specific black wealth principles are extremely important for the development of the black community. I believe that black people are going to succeed by engaging in specific family strategies that link directly to black people, not things that white people tell you to do because letting white people tell you how to be a successful black person is like the Dallas Cowboys playing against the New York giants and asking the giants, how can we defeat the New York giants? You don't go ask the giants, can you teach us how to defeat the New York Giants? Because the Giants are going to say, well, first thing you got to do is give us the ball. Every time you get the ball, you, you got to put it in our hand. Right? That's what they get you to do with your money. They say, every time you get money, black people, give it to us. We'll take care of you. Every time you get a vote, give it to us, but don't ask no questions. Right? Like, you know, really, I mean, they, 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 they're, they're going to give you the losing strategy. So we try to give you the winning strategy because all we want to do is we want to see you win. And we want to see you win without having to wait for, you know, bad leadership to come around or having to wait for 40 million people to get on board or having to wait for white people to suddenly decide to be nice to you. 
this all excludes all of that. If you do basic things with your children at an early age, your kids are going to be light years ahead of everyone else. Your child will not be a victim. Your child will be a winner in every aspect. Your child won't know nothing about victimology, strugglenomics. Oh, it's so hard out here to be a black man. Do you understand? I know black men who have studied the basics of entrepreneurship who literally just make money in their sleep and make money easily. Why? Well, because they shifted their mindset. They don't, they're not in that whole like, oh, I, I, can't, I can't find no money because the white man ain't hiring. They don't do all that stuff. They have a different mindset, right? So, so that's that's what we do. We we help you shift your mindset. All right, guys. So I'm gonna go. I hope that this helped you. Uh, somebody asked me, what do I think about Netflix? Um, I think Netflix is a great company. Um, I'm really curious to see how these streaming wars play out uh, because I see companies entering into the into the fray with this. I see Disney going extra hard, accelerating their commitment to streaming, and I wonder how that's gonna affect Netflix. Netflix is so dang smart. I, I listened to a podcast about how Netflix just creeped up on Blockbuster. I mean, took them down. And um, Blockbuster lost because they were so arrogant and so slow to innovate. Blockbuster was kind of the white people's version of what Ebony Magazine was. Ebony Magazine would not innovate, in my opinion. They didn't come off as a company that was interested in trying new things. Uh, people I knew that worked there would tell me, they would tell me, they said, you know, we try to present new ideas and they don't want to do new ideas. They want to do what they did in, in 1985. And then Ebony became a dinosaur. Well, the same thing is true with Blockbuster. Blockbuster became a dinosaur because Netflix rolled up and was Netflix wanted them to buy them. Netflix said, we'll sell you. We'll sell ourselves to you for $50 million. Blockbuster said, no, we're not interested. Who's Netflix? We don't care about Netflix. Well, guess what? Blockbuster's dead and Netflix is worth what, at least half a trillion, maybe close to, they're probably approaching a trillion dollar in market value. Let, let me see. Let me Google this. Let me see. What is the market value of Netflix? I may be way off. Let me see. Netflix's market value is a quarter of a trillion dollars and Blockbuster is, is pretty much dead. Okay. I think they're dead. I don't know. I think they declared bankruptcy. I know who cares. Blockbuster is nothing. Right. All right. And I, I doubt if you've ever, if you've rented a Blockbuster movie in the last five years. All right. So I'm going to get out of here guys. Um, uh, so once again, if you want to uh, get free information from the black business school, go sign up at firstshareofstock.com. Even if you've already bought your first share of stock, uh, there's lots of great information there you can get for free. We'd like to give you lots of free stuff first so we can prove ourselves. And then hopefully later on, if we prove ourselves, you'll support our Black-owned university. We want to make this into a thing. We believe Black people should own our own schools. Uh, that's one of our core values. So we want to invite you to be a part of that. Uh, we're getting it done. We have 130,000 students. We're educating millions of Black people all around the world on wealth-related principles. And, uh, and I'm putting my PhD to use on this, and, and this is actually working. And, uh, and I hope you'll just go take a look. You know, just go take a look for yourself and, and, and then let us know how we can do better. Okay, so I'm out of here, guys. Have a good day. I will talk to you soon. Take care and hit the thumbs up button on your way out. I'll be updating on the Black Financial Channel uh, all day long. I do several updates per day on the stock market on theblackfinancialchannel.com. It's a Black-owned daily financial news and commentary platform where I give you financial news from a Black perspective because I'm not a finance professor who happens to be Black. I'm a Black man who happens to be a finance professor. So everything we do is through the lens of Blackness, and I hope that's okay with you. So take care, guys. Have a good day. I'll talk to you soon. Be good. Peace.